0: Welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host Kimzie Matson, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hello, I am coming to you from the bottom of not the top of a closet, the bottom of a closet, <laughs> the Airbnb I'm staying in. It actually might be a little bit echoey in here. Um, because there's no clothes hanging up. On the floor, there's all my clothes in my suitcase. I wish I was one of those people. I feel like everybody who I travel with is one of those people who, like, stays super organized. And gets there. And un- unpacks all of their stuff. And I tried to be that person this time. Like, I... I mean, I'm staying in a really big Airbnb, way bigger than I need. And so, the first night, there was also the struggle of... I couldn't decide which room I wanted to stay in. Um, But I had... So... Bruce is a completely different puppy than burger was and burger was just like really easy I didn't realize how easy he was. I think I might have talked about this before but Bruce like destroys everything chews through everything So much harder to train just like all of the things he's he's just testing me on so many different levels I love him. I'm obsessed with him, but that's just the reality of the situation and so coming to this trip I was really nervous because he has been sleeping like I put him to sleep in the bathroom because I don't trust him just to be free roaming, especially because him and burger. They're like, they just play nonstop. I literally think one of them would suffer from cardiac arrest if I let them be free reign. So anyways, I keep Bruce in the bathroom. Um, And I felt less bad. And I know those of you guys who like are good at training dogs are just going to be like, that was a mistake. I know. I know these things. Okay. It was just maybe a little bit out of laziness and also a little bit out of feeling, (coughs) excuse me, feeling bad if I would leave for longer than like an hour or two and having him be in a kennel. But I knew when we came to this Airbnb, I was going to have to put him in a kennel. Um, And we had tried kennel a few times. He just... He hates it, and so, but I knew we were gonna have to do it on this trip, and I figured it would just it would all work out perfectly. I didn't stress too much about it. Well, so we get here on the first night. This all has a point, and it's it's not really actually that big of a point. It has to do with why all my clothes are on the floor of my closet. Um, so we we are going to bed on the first night, and literally, Bruce didn't stop barking until. 5 a.m. in the morning, Um, I tried so many different things. The problem was I I literally couldn't just let him be in the bathroom like he normally is or let him be out and about because he destroys everything. He, like, destroys everything. And at my house, I've just kind of become okay with the fact that if he destroys something in my house like it can be replaced but it's different when you're staying in an airbnb and this is sometimes what i hate about airbnbs is i feel like you're walking on eggshells because you're like dependent on getting a good review from them you know what i mean where it's like i'm really respectful of the space but i was like absolutely terrified of him destroying the house and just the fact that like i don't want him to destroy somebody's nice house so, and it, let alone the fact that when we got to this Airbnb, we walked in and it smelled like a new house. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and here I bring my dog, who's very, a little bit struggling to be trained. Anyways, so he he was barking all night long. And not in a way of, like, barking like randomly like literally barking like to the point that I was googling like can your dog die from barking too much I was very freaked out and I would try everything I would take him outside to go potty and then put him back in and then I would move where it was at and so finally at like four thirty a.m. I was like you know what I I think I'm just gonna have to go home like I was crying I was really excited about this trip because we're going tomorrow night we're going to Beauty and the Beast at a con. I talked about this last time but I I just was excited for this trip because I always love coming and visiting my family and so I was just dramatically like pack I had unpacked everything into a closet and hung it up and I've never done that before and I was packing everything back up into my bag and bawling and thinking about how I wasn't going to be able to go see Beauty and the Beast and just spiraling I was literally spiraling about everything every single thing in my life I was spiraling about probably because I hadn't slept also on top of that Secondly, I was just stressed out about it. And then I took myself out of the situation and I was like, okay, why do I think that going home is the answer to this problem? Like why? What? I don't know. It was just a moment of clarity and it was like, okay, why is this not going to be a problem at home? Because I I can't continue living a life where I have a demon dog who destroys everything, even though he's so cute. It's just I can't I can't continue doing that. And so I realized the thought of like going home felt safe because it meant I was going to be able to. I if if at home he was barking nonstop, I would just be like, you know what, fuck it. Like I'm not gonna try to crate train you anymore. Like you're you can just destroy whatever you want to destroy. And so in that moment, I was like. I just have to figure this out. This, this situation happened because I needed to figure this out and be patient enough with him to, to figure how to get him crate training and to figure out what he needs, what I need. (laughs) Like, we just have to figure this shit out. And so I had that moment of clarity. And then I had the moment of, after that moment of clarity, I was like, I've got to relax like I need to exhale this is not that serious and that's actually kind of what I wanted to talk about on the podcast with you today um but I just had a moment of like you know what like this is you can manifest anything we're not just manifesting like when I say we're creating our reality I created a reality where my sweet adorable dog had to destroy everything in my life so I had this huge struggle that was going to be hard of raising a puppy right so Anyways, I came at it from a more calm demeanor and I decided, you know what? I'm going to try to put him in the same room as Burger in his crate. I thought that would like way make him matter <clears throat> matter that Burger got to be cuz Burger doesn't sleep in a crate anymore. Um, we did. We crate trained Burger. This is like a long story with a lot of details that are maybe not that important. I feel like I'm actually like my shadow is worried about those of you guys who are really good at training dogs judging me because i know i'm not the best i really do if you've met my dogs you know they're they're psychotic um so i feel like i'm having a shadow moment of having to tell you all the details so you don't judge me too hard but fucking judge me if you want to i i do what i do (laughs) but anyways i i was i just had this moment of like i wonder if he would like being in the same room as burger so then i moved his crate into the room with burger put him in it He was barking a little bit, but it was a different type of bark. And so I was like, you know what? It's going to be fine. And I just exhaled and I relaxed. And I was like, I'm going to stay here no matter what happens. We're going to figure this out because dogs stay in crates and that's fine. And they actually end up liking them. Like, even though it seems so sad, they end up liking them. And so after five minutes, he fell asleep and slept until like 9 a.m. the next morning. And literally since that's happened, it's been three or four nights. He stays in his crate. We keep him in the same room with Burger I when they're getting too rowdy, I separate them. He's been such a good boy. It like it was such a good reminder of oh, like life is always happening for me. Even and it's so stupid because I know it's like such a silly struggle, but in the moment I was literally like I'm just over dramatic and when bad things are quote unquote bad things are happening, I I just like spiral in my whole life. And because I'm I'm very intentional with like the type of experience I cure, experiences I curate and what I put up with. So I don't have moments like that very often where I'm just like at my wits end. So after that happened and after I got a good night's sleep and after I was feeling refreshed, I was just like, Life is happening for us. Even at those moments that we're so frustrated and we're crying and we're like spiraling. Like it's always ha- always happening for us. I can't tell you how much easier life is going to be now that he's able to be in a crate. And again, I know. I'm, I'm just going to stop justifying myself. <laughs> I know I should have trained him just from the very beginning. But I didn't have the patience and I was lazy and I was in the middle of doing things. And so it's like this is such a good example of those hard moments it's flipping them and being like oh this is the reason this is happening it's like a few weeks ago when i was literally crying over facebook ads like hyperventilating <laughs> oh i'm so dramatic but the most interesting thing is if you know me in real life you're probably like no you're not because i really hold my emotions in in real life i'm like super embarrassed to cry in front of people it they don't come out unless they like burst out of the seams which is i think why it is so dramatic <laughs> because it's not that I'm crying over Facebook ads or I'm crying over Bruce barking. It's that those tears are from the 5 million other things I didn't cry about. But it's like during all of those times, the moment I was able to step away and have clarity over like, oh, I'm learning this. Like I'm not just going through this hard thing. I'm not just having this moment happen because... Life has hard moments. It's because this hard moment, quote unquote hard, if you want to label it that way and make it feel heavier, this moment, this learning moment, this experience is actually going to make my life easier. Once I've been through this thing, it's actually making my life easier. So, anyways, after that happened, after I got some sleep, I told my whole family I was going to leave and I decided not to obviously because I'm still here and so then I didn't re-unpack because I was just like that's not me (laughs) my form of travel is just stuff everywhere and I honestly do feel insecure about it when I have like my friends are so organized and bringing out their little totes and they have all these different bags and blah 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 but I just can't I can't do it I I I could if I wanted to. If I wanted to shift my reality to that, I could, but it's not a priority right now. <laughs> and maybe the clothes are helping it be a le- little less echoey. I don't know. It might be pretty dang echoey because I can hear myself echoing right now. But what I wanted to just come and talk to you about. First of all, logistically, I am showing up on Instagram doing a lot more trainings. I'm just uploading these like little short IGTVs. Um I just feel like I haven't been doing a ton of like value content creation lately, and I miss it. I I feel so sparkly after doing a podcast episode or going live or anything like that. Um, I mean, I've been actually staying pretty consistent with my podcast, but just with like showing up on video, I haven't been doing as much because a lot of my courses are created and so I'm showing up in a different way. So I've just been missing it. And it was my my intuitive hit that I needed to be showing up more on video on Instagram. And then I was actually so crazy because I heard this is a complete tangent. But I saw a video from one of the main people in Instagram saying their focus is going to shift a lot more to video. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Literally three days before I had decided I wanted to try to show up on video in some way daily. So it was just interesting. But by the way, if you saw that video, it was I don't know who it was. Somebody, uh, somebody important, Instagram. I don't know who exactly, but they talked about they were going to focus more on video. And as I was watching it, I felt like the old story of panic come up, as in like, oh, we don't have control. We're on this platform. What are they doing? I like doing photo content. Blah blah blah. And then I just had to quickly remind myself. It was just like a glimpse. Like it was like a. A blip of seeing like an old belief and then I just exhaled exhaling can help a lot I just exhaled and I was like no the people who come to my platform so this is a reminder to you too if you felt any sort of panic even just me saying it maybe it made you feel panic the people who are coming to your business are coming to your business because you're acting in energetic alignment and you're showing up in a way that you feel like you're supposed to show up we can shift. We can pivot. I think that's an important part. If you hear something like that coming from a reputable source, of course, start prioritizing that. That's just business. That's good marketing. Like that's good marketing strategy just to be like, okay, so they're focusing more on video. I'm going to start focusing more on video, but it's never in a scarcity way. It's never in a panicky way. It's always in a way of just like, okay, so we're shifting. That's fine. The businesses that I, that we see go out of business that struggle a lot and they're, they're struggling to make ends meet. It's cause they're not willing to pivot in any sort of way. Pivoting doesn't have to mean that you panic and it's going to be hard and there's this change and whatever. Allow yourself to flow with where the platforms that you are using are going. And also allow yourself to understand that you're a business. You're not just an Instagram account. If all of a sudden Instagram went away tomorrow, you would be okay. Even if you have zero email list, even if you have zero plan, you would figure it out. You're not just an Instagram account. Even if you're an influencer, you're not just an influencer on Instagram. You can take how you've learned to be an influencer and move that anywhere. I can tell you so many people talk shit about like influencers or Instagram businesses or whatever. And it's just like, then you do it. (laughs) If it's so easy, then you do it. Because I can tell you... It's not easy. Creating content is not... I mean, it is. It is in a way. I like to say that everything's easy, right? It's as easy as we allow it to be. But it takes practice. It takes practice to get good at that stuff. If a platform goes away or changes or shifts, your your talents, your skills that have gotten you to this place are not just going to leave. Like, you're going to be fine. You're going to figure it out, okay? What I wanted to talk about today, (laughs) and I was actually going to film this as a video, but I was like, I... I am not in a, um, how do I say this? I don't want to show my face on camera right now. I, my spray tan is coming off, which my spray tan is my, it is my grounded to self-love portal. <laughs> if I don't have a spray tan. I know. I just know. Okay. I know the things, but I'm telling you for me it really, it really helps me show up in a different way. So anyways, I was going to talk about this on IGTV, but then I thought I would do it as a podcast for no other reason than I didn't want to show up on video. Um, but here's the thing. Everything gets easier when you stop taking it so seriously. I had one of my friends in Mexico asked me, like, she was talking about what she felt like her purpose on earth was and her purpose in this incarnation. It was like really deep and beautiful. And she was like, what do you think your purpose is? And at first I was like, I don't really know. And I was a little bit intoxicated. (laughs) I feel like when I'm drunk, I'm like not deep. I, I, it's, it's like, I am kind of, I feel like I turn a little bit more witchy when I'm drunk, but I'm not like wanting to talk about deep like things you know I don't know how to describe it I think my brain gets a little bit tired and it like feels permission to shut off but so at first I was just like I don't know what my purpose is and then she was like yeah you do and I was like yeah and my purpose is to show people that you don't have to take things so seriously like any of it literally any of it I even think my brain was short circuit circuiting when she was telling me her purpose it's like deep thing because in my mind I really don't think we have a purpose in that way. I don't think that we have this like bestowed we came down and somebody with a crown tapped us on the head and said this is going to be your purpose go find it. I really don't think it's that serious and for me it feels so empowering to think that it's not that serious. I don't want to have to spend my time searching for something and then in the, in that searching for something, longing for something, longing for permission to do what I want to do or be who I want to be, I've lost all those moments up until that point. The easiest way to shift into the present moment, which is where you have the most power, by the way, you always have the most power in the present moment, not as your future self, not you in 10 years. Like that's that's fun to think about. That's fun to dream about. And that's fun to shift into. But the reality is to get to that place, you have to be living in the present moment and you have to be thinking about what can I do with my business now, today, in this minute, not tomorrow, not in a week, not in a year. It's what can you do with it now? And the moment you shift into, it's not that serious. Like we don't have to take it that serious. It doesn't have to feel heavy. It doesn't have to feel like this thing that we're going and searching and seeking. And it just feels so icky to me, that energy. It just, it's not for me. And maybe it is for you and that's great and fine and perfect and wonderful. It does not feel good for me. For me, I I just desperately craved permission to be able to do whatever the hell I wanted my entire life. My entire life, it feels like I was so rebellious, even as a fifth grader. Like, I mean, I even remember as a first grader feeling so rebellious just in the way of like I... I hate the heaviness that people are putting on life. And that could have just been a deep knowing that like my religion wasn't true for me. Because um, it it d- did to me. I took on a lot of heaviness and shame and guilt with the religion. Um, that once I was like, oh, this isn't my truth anymore. I felt the most amount of like lightness I've ever felt in my body. Ever, ever, ever. Because I, th- I know... I don't think, no, that I just deep in my soul had this knowing of it doesn't have to be that serious. What does taking a situation seriously make it better? What does worrying about a situation, stressing about something, what what good is that doing? It's never doing any good. I mean, there's that saying where it's like worrying is, I don't even know. it's like worrying about something is just living through it twice. If it happens, I don't know. Actually, I have no idea what the actual saying is. So we're just going to leave that at that. (laughs) But I just, so when I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I asked, what you guys would need help with? And there were so many questions about how to surrender, how to keep going when it feels like things are not going to work out, how to, just a lot kind of around like this, unknown, getting comfortable in the unknown, getting comfortable without a guarantee that things are going to work out. And literally my answer to that is, It's not as serious as we're making it. It, I promise you it is not as serious as you're making it. We're here to learn and the hard things are to make the, the quote unquote hard things. I even hate to say that because I think it feels heavy. It feels heavy to me. Those things are going to make the good parts even easier and they're going to make it feel even more blissful and so in the moment if you're feeling like it's not working or it's not working as fast as you want it to or whatever I want you to return to the exact moment that you're in right now not in 10 minutes not in 30 minutes not in an hour the exact moment you are in right now what can you do to shift whatever it is that you're feeling so if you're like feeling stressed about your business you're feeling like you're not growing as fast as you want to be, okay? What can you do today in this moment, not in a heavy, serious way, but how can you shift into showing up in a way that's going to help your business grow? Is that going and making new connections on Instagram and talking to them? I can tell you that I can feel, and you can feel this too. You've talked to people where you can feel that they're, they're making it really serious talking to you they're making and this doesn't mean okay we're not being professional we're not being whatever no that's not what this means at all but it means that the energy exchange it isn't coming from a place of like i need this money i need this thing to happen i blah 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 you don't need anything i want you to look around right now are you safe i assume if you're listening to this podcast you're safe like safety wise i assume you have some sort of phone which is the device you need to connect to the world right like check in with yourself in the moment when you're having these like moments of again i feel that like spirally i get in that place where it's like just the deepest darkest spiral of everything like like hating everything everyone everything's wrong i i totally go down that spiral the way that i take myself out is it's not that serious nothing is that serious we're here to have experiences we're here to learn you decided to start a business because maybe it felt like the next right step hopefully that's what happened that's how i started my business it just felt like okay this is what i need to do and i did it but we're not here to run a business to run a business we decided to run a business to learn all of these experiences to have all of this knowledge to make all of these connections My sister was saying today in the car, one of the people that came to our retreat, we were just talking about her and how much we love her. And she was like, it's so crazy because if you hadn't hired me, I would have like never met this person that I like really admire. And I really like, it's a good friend to me. And it's, that's the point is like the connections that we're making, the love that we're experiencing, the happiness that we're having in the moment. That's why we're doing all of this. Don't stress yourself out by finding this big, huge purpose, this big, huge, like, this is why I'm existing, blah, blah, blah. You're existing because you wanted to see what it felt like to be in this body, in this time, in your family, in whatever it is that you're going through. You wanted to see what that felt like. So what if instead of being like, how, and even this, because I know I said, look at the moment and how can you shift out of it? But before you even ask yourself, like, how can you shift out of this thing? What if you just sat back and you were like, what does this feel like from an external perspective? It's like that moment with Bruce where I was so frustrated and bawling about missing beauty and the beast. And like when I took a a wider angle and I was just like, okay, but what's really going on here? okay, how am I feeling? And that was another moment that I had that I was like, okay, why am I feeling so panicky? Why am I spiraling about all these things? And it was that I felt, felt really unsupported. I felt really unsupported that I was like doing this on my own. Normally I have a lot of help. Cammie's normally helping with a lot of stuff. And so they're, they're just, I, I was out of town. And so it feels like a little bit more like, okay, I'm doing this on my own. And there was also other things that were just going on that I was feeling a little bit lonely, feeling a little bit lonely with people who I had worked with. There was just different things. And once I realized that and I was like, oh, this is this is what I'm feeling. Okay, I needed to experience this feeling right now so that I could realize that I need more support and I need to be more clear on the things that I want done. And I need to be more clear on with myself what's going to make me feel supported and allowing myself to feel supported and asking for support right it's like switching back to okay what am i feeling okay this isn't that serious right because i could have been like oh i feel so unsupported and then allowed that to spiral and be like oh no one's supporting me no one cares about me and i'm not gonna lie i wanted to go (laughs) there because we want to sometimes it feels so much easier It feels so much easier to be the victim of the situation, right? It feels so much easier to be like, no one cares about me and blah, 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 whatever it is that we tell ourselves, whatever our ego tells us. But it was like, okay, what am I feeling? Okay. And how can I take my power back? How can I take my power back in this moment? And it was literally a mindset shift of like, oh, I need to teach Bruce. I need to create train Bruce. And so this is a situation that is going to have to happen and that's okay. And it's fine. And it's it's all gonna work out, and I'm I'm choosing to learn through this experience, right? But then, as I'm saying this too, I feel like there's a lot of contradictions in <laughs> this episode. Oh gosh! And I also just don't even know if the point is coming across. So maybe it's just me rambling about being on vacation. <laughs> um, but but the thing here, the overarching theme is I didn't dig myself into this dark hole of shadow work. And oh my gosh, I'm so lonely. And I wonder why I'm feeling lonely and unsupported. Oh, what in my childhood? I'm not saying that none of this is useful, okay? I've definitely done so much inner child work. Um... But again, it never was in a way that was like, oh, I have this deep, dark thing and da da da. Even dealing with like really like serious childhood trauma. It just never felt right to me to do it in the way that we're told we need to do it where it's super heavy because I truly feel more alive and aligned and expanded when i allow myself to look at life as a big game it's like a big video game that we're playing we're learning we're going through different levels we're choosing different experiences we're choosing our favorite games to play and it's it's literally that simple we want to feel love we want to feel connection we want to get the things that we want we want to feel all of the things we want to feel all of the emotions And so the more I look at my business like that, and I look at it not in an emotional way of like, oh, no one wants to buy my stuff, or oh, no one wants to do this, or oh, no one's liking my picture. It's like, okay, I see what I'm doing right now. Something's off. Okay, is it energetically? Is it strategy-wise? Is it my products I'm selling? And allow yourself to look at it just in a way of like it being a video game. I don't remember if I've said this on the podcast before, but... I, when I decided to leave my religion and it like wasn't true for me, it literally felt like I was pulling up a menu on a video game and it said religion Mormon and I just changed it to religion non-religious. Like it literally felt that simple. It was like a quantum shift into a new identity. And this isn't to say that you have to make that quantum shift. If you're in a religion or a belief system that you feel like it really serves you and makes you feel safe, that's awesome and beautiful and I'm so happy for you. That wasn't it for me. And when I did that, it wasn't like this heavy, dark thing that I had to like relive through all of these things and think about all these things. It just happened. And it just, I just decided that that wasn't it anymore. And I truly believe, like I'm not, I'm self-aware enough to know if I'm like running from trauma. There's definitely certain belief systems that I'm like, okay, there's, there's work to be done there religiously I feel like I have zero trauma I have zero shame or guilt that I'm carrying around I have zero fear around what happens after I die it was literally like I was playing a video game and I said I'm I'm not Mormon anymore that's I'm, I'm changing out of that avatar And every single time I have a big leap into new beliefs or into a new income bracket, (laughs) this feels very like serious way to say that, just into a new level of income that I'm earning or hiring new people or growing my business or whatever it is, any sort of growth, it always has felt that simple. It's always felt just like, oh, press down button and A and you're good to go. I'm not a huge gamer, (laughs) but I know that there's an A and a B button. (laughs) It feels that simple. With Bruce, it felt like when I stood back and took perspective, it was like, oh, we're learning this. Okay, enter, go, start. Like it, It's that simple of a switch. So the long-winded way to answer the question of how do you trust, how do you surrender, how do you blah, blah, blah. It's just like stop taking it so seriously. Think about the thing that you're worried about or you're freaked out about it's not going to happen. And if it does, you'll figure it out. Um, but what can you do in this moment? What can you do in this moment to fix it? This isn't saying go be avoidant. That's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely the, other, the other part of my, my current video game is I'm learning how not to be avoidant with certain things. So that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying run around through the hills unless that's how you want to learn. Unless you want to learn through being avoidant. You get to learn the experiences you get to go through the experiences however you want to go through them i'm not here to tell you the right way to have your experience the right way to run your business the right way to move through life um that's that's your job and you you get to decide what those experiences look like so that's it okay That's it. A 30 minute episode where I'm pretty sure I just rambled about a lot of things that may only make sense in my mind. It doesn't have to be that serious. And I mean that in like the most empowering, awesome way ever. Like literally you can decide once you're done listening to this episode, think of your current avatar. And I really like, you know who else talks about this a lot? And I know I talk about her a lot. It's P the Fairy um, on Instagram. If you look through who I follow, you could just search. It's P-E-A, the Fury. I need to have her come on my podcast, but I'm actually kind of nervous. She like, I'm very starstruck by her because I just love what she talks about in her art. But anyways, she talks a lot about this. And that's, I think, why I really love her and gravitate towards her. But you look at your current avatar, who do you want to be? What do you want your avatar to look like? What do you want them to be like? What do you want them to dress like? What do you want them to sound like? You get to change that. You get to change that at any moment and you should change it at any moment. If that feels good to you, if that feels like something you want to do, um, then why not? Why not experiment with it? You can always come back. There's not, you're not going to change it to a point of no return. I've always like, if if all of a sudden one day I woke up and I was like, oh yeah, I'm religious. I love religion. I, it wouldn't shake me. I would just be like, okay, I guess that's what I like now. And I think that's why I don't feel really a lot. It's again, it's the... It's the belief that it's not that serious. Like it's, it's just we're all hopping around discovering our truths. We're all hopping around and playing around with what we believe in and what we can create. and What our life looks like. And so nothing ever really surprises me that much that goes on and that happens within my life. And also nothing ever disrupts me. Because it just is what it is. And if it pops up it's like okay how are we going to deal with this? What are we going to do to deal with this? So that's all for today last thing (laughs) has anyone else been having crazy dreams? I have I really think and I don't have an answer for this okay this is just a peek inside my head I really think uh, like when we go dream we travel to other dimensions for real and I don't have the type of dreams there's those type of people who have like really cool crazy dreams my dreams are like very real life like it feels like another life and it's really interesting because I've never had I've had a few like really serious relationships um but then I just had I've always been boy crazy like I'm obsessed with boys and I actually think I've moved my pendulum into the other side where I'm like Okay, now I'm like really hate men because it's like for all my life it was it was everything. It was like my main priority, it was all I thought about. It was the 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 gauge of if I was happy or not was if I was talking to a guy. But all this to say, I have all my relationships or I mean all my dreams are about love. Like literally all of them and they feel like in a way Where it's not, it's not like, oh, this is like a beautiful love story. It's like, I lived that shit out. It literally feels like I lived that shit out. And when they happen, I feel like my whole day is like kind of fucked. Like I'm like still living in this reality of the dream that I just had. And I've had a few like really crazy ones where... I told somebody something that I, like, had really been meaning to tell them, and I, like, felt it repair, like, our cord that connected to us. I've had, like, some really weird instances with that, but the ones that I had last night, it's so random. It's just about this random guy in high school. We had a thing for maybe two or three weeks or something, and I can't shake it. I literally can't shake it and it's not in a way of like oh I'm meant to be with this person I actually think what my dreams really do is they're helping now that I'm saying this out loud okay I actually feel like (laughs) I'm just talking this through myself out loud so that I I, this should maybe be something I like have a therapist for (laughs) something but I need a therapist who's like very very on the same wavelength of nothing mattering and everything mattering I don't know anyways i think the reason these dreams are happening actually is because they're priming my subconscious for like oh it's safe to let love in it's safe to do these things i don't know because it's, it's not about the guy i mean he's in a really i think he has a kid or something i don't even know i don't stay caught up with his life but i just it's kind of disrupted my reality today nothing serious and nothing disrupts my reality except every single night when i have a dream about a random ex That's actually the truth of my life. Okay. I love you. What you need to know that is super important, super exciting, super reality shifting, super the next, maybe the next big step in your creation of your dream business. I am opening the doors for Million Dollar Brand Academy soon. It's been a few months since I opened them. This is my best, best program. I actually find myself over and over again, trying to think of new. I'm because I love new and I love chaos and I love keeping things interesting. I'm like obsessed with creating new products and I think of creating new things and I'm like, I freaking can't because million dollar brand Academy is it. I literally go through the content when I'm filling off with my business or I'm feeling like I want to up level and it, the like results I get from it personally is insane. I'm not trying to say this in a way of like sounding cool or annoying because i hate when people say stuff like that but i i literally feel like that a, a lot of that information just was like channeled in a way of i listen to it and i'm like holy shit i said that <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm annoying myself today with this episode but it's freaking good and it's freaking fun you're not gonna come into this and feel heavy you're not gonna come into this and feel like oh business is so hard like that's that's not ever been my intention to make you feel that way it is my intention to make you own your shit and show up in your business and do the things and be a good ceo good means whatever you want it to mean but it's like be a ceo who's showing up for her business but it doesn't have to feel heavy at all i don't i don't ever want my business to feel heavy that's like my worst nightmare so it's opening for enrollment soon we're going to have a f- like some more um, live elements where you're going to show up and be doing journaling prompts with all of us. It's going to be really good. I'll announce all of the details soon over on my Instagram. Um, but just keep keep your eyes out for that because that's the next, next course that's opening up. And if you are any type of business owner who runs your business online, so whether through Instagram or any sort of social media, you have a product that you sell online Million Dollar Brand Academy will benefit you tenfold, a hundredfold. I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't know what it means to say something will benefit you tenfold, but I know that it's true about Million Dollar Brand Academy. Um, I, I get a lot of questions of like designers or service based people who are like, I know about branding, but like I, I want to learn from you, I want to learn how to run your business, I want to be coached by you. And I'm like, girl, Million Dollar Brand Academy has maybe one or two modules about like what you would think branding actually is like colors and logos but it has over 60 video and audio trainings that have nothing to do with that and even the logo video even the color palette video i've had designers go through that and be like you blew my mind with what you talked about here so it's it's so much more than a branding academy it's literally more so like a mastermind especially with how i'm formatting it for this next launch so keep your eyes open for it i'm super excited to see who gets in on this and the last announcement is i freaking juiced up my merch shop with some of the funniest things yesterday I was uploading everything, and this is another good example of not taking things too seriously. I was uploading, because I was restocking my pink CEO sweater, and I just was like, I think I want to restock some more stuff. So I, I officially launched my CEO club hat. So we had the pink CEO sweatshirt restocked. Um, Those are going quickly. That will be the last time that colorway is available. Same with the lime. I think we have like, I don't know. By the time this goes live, I bet we won't even have any more of the lime left. But go double check if you're one of the first listeners. So we have the CEO sweatshirt in pink. The CEO Club rainbow hat that I love and I wear nonstop. Um, I also uploaded the Anti-Starving Artist Club... Anti-Starving Artist Club mug and the Anti-Starving Artist Club tote which are both super fun and then I found a few, just again maybe go check right now if you're listening to this early on, I found a few more thriving sweatshirts, those might be really close to selling out too so we just had the super juiciest like merch drop out of nowhere it was just one of those moments where I was like oh no I should add more emphasis around things and I was like fuck it, I want to upload them right now and it sounds fun and nice to just get it done and up there and people buying it so that's up I'm super excited for the last half of this year I can fill an intern in eternal Ooh, that sounds dramatic and serious i can feel an eternal shift i can feel an eternal internal shift um happening and this happens to me every july i think it's because we're like getting close to leo season and leo season is the shit it's my birthday month there's so much fun stuff that happens in the summer and then it's just like literal party time until the end of the year i go a little bit into depression january through april <laughs> But I'm working on that. And maybe this next year I'll have a vacation home somewhere. Or just spend more time out of Utah. But July through December is just like... These months fucking rock. They're awesome and blissful and so fun and there's so much to do it's sunny and then it moves into fall and you can freaking go to a pumpkin patch and take the cutest selfie of your life and have warm apple cider and it's just so magical and then we move into thanksgiving and then christmas and it's just like the best time ever so we're doing this and it's not serious and we're we're here to experience the joy in the next couple months not just the growth but the growth happens when we're tapping into our joy right when we're when we're making it less serious and allowing ourselves to fully exhale. So, in conclusion, maybe take a deep breath and exhale so big. Shake out your arms, brush them off. It's not that serious. You have this, you've got it going on. We're gonna have the best time ever in the next couple of weeks, especially if you sign up for Million Dollar Brand Academy. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I feel a little bit um not guilty. I actually think guilty. Sometimes I'm so good at transitioning into selling stuff that I feel guilty about how good I <laughs> am. i'm actually not lying i know i'm laughing i'm laughing because it's true (laughs) but that's what you'll learn from me in million dollar brand academy i don't feel guilty about that because anytime i'm feeling guilty about something that comes easy to me i'm like oh shit so i need to teach people how to do this because this is something that i've mastered so anyways you'll learn in million dollar brand academy how to sell shit without even trying by just sitting on the floor of a closet covered in clothes, about to go see Fast and the Furious 20. I don't even know what number it is. You'll just effortlessly sell and be so happy and nothing will be serious and everything will be awesome. Okay, I love you and I will talk to you later. Bye!